Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa at blogtalkradio.com with your spiritual consultant, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. Woohoo, it's Friday. Yes. <laughs> and a nice holiday weekend for some of us. So thank you for tuning in today at an earlier time to the Valley Sanctuary Spa Show on Blog Talk Radio. It's um, a, an hour earlier because our guest today is in Australia. So to kind of make the time work somewhat, <laughs> I decided to make the hour um, the show air an hour um, earlier, which means it's around one o'clock in Australia. So it's already Saturday there. Uh, so I'm just waiting for our host to uh, hit the Skype button and and um and join us. So I'll just talk meanwhile. <laughs> okay. So, oh, yeah, so the call-in number for our domestic callers is 619-996-1641. And if you want to talk to the host, you can just go ahead and press the 1 <clears throat> button. And for our international caller, you can just hit the Skype button, and you'll be sent directly to um, the show to listen in. And that's really cool because uh, me and Leanne, our guest today, we did a test run, and when I was saying the number for our international callers, that's when you're actually using the phone. So if you're just listening on a computer, all you have to do is just hit the Skype button and you're good to go. So today we're going to talk about, um, oh, actually, oh, oh, yay, good, Leanne is in the chat room. So just a few more moments and then she'll be with us, yay. So we're going to talk about claim your treasure, reclaim your yourself. So this is going to be so exciting. I'm just going to introduce Leanne while she gets uh, situated. So our host today, Leanne Chapman, is a a qualified psychiatrist and life coach who runs Claim Your Treasure, a place to discover your truth and create a life that makes sense. Leanne uses creative processes involving art, writing, nature, and even animals to help you uncover your, excuse me, help you uncover the true story of you. You can find and learn more at her website, ClaimYourTreasure.com. That's C L A I M. Y O U R T R E A S U R E dot com. All right, and yay! All right, let's get Leanne on. Hello, Leanne. Hi, Tia. How are you? I'm good. Everything works properly again this time. Awesome, awesome. I was just before you uh, logged in. I was telling our listeners that uh, there's a huge time difference. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's 1 a.m. in the morning here. Yes, 1 a.m. And I'm extremely grateful that you are <laughs> doing the show at 1 a.m. <laughs> well, I'm grateful you moved it two hours earlier than you normally do. Otherwise, it would be 3 a.m. and you wouldn't really want to deal with me at 3 a.m. <laughs> yes, I'm willing to, to reschedule. No problem. <laughs> No problem at all. So I already introduced you and all that great stuff, but I also wanted to tell the listeners that I discovered Leanne through the Goddess Circle, um, and it, what that is, it's it's hosted by uh, Leonie Dawson, and it's a really cool internet um, women's group of all walks of life. It's so cool. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out Leon, Leonie, that's L-E-O-N-I-E, Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N site, and it's just amazing. So I found Leanne through there, and when I mean found, um, Leonie, when you get her e-courses, she has lists of women who did great things and there's um forums and you talk and you meet people and Leanne did a wonderful uh blog post on, on my blog site and that was awesome. So definitely check out uh Leanne's work on, on my blog as well. The Violet Sanctuary dot blogspot dot com. That was amazing. So Leanne, again, thank you for coming on to the show today. So um Thank you for inviting me. Oh, no problem. I'm so excited because I was on your website, uh, Claim Your Treasure. Can you um, help the listeners to to understand uh, how you got started with Claim Your Treasure and what it's all about? Yeah. Um, Can I just say, I I think I heard you introduce me as a psychiatrist, so I'm actually a psychologist. I don't have a medical degree. Um, But 
Yes, I did work as a psychologist for about 15 years and I worked in the clinical field and I just felt like I wanted to move more into personal development and um, personal growth, self-awareness, that side of things rather than working with clinical disorders so much. And I've been thinking about this for a couple of years and as you mentioned, I came across the only um, goddess circle. Leonie's a fellow Australian and I've worked my way through her business e-course and some of her other great courses and um, that's where I met um, people like Pierre and all sorts of other people who are creative entrepreneurs and I thought oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> I want to do something <laughs> like that. Um, and I also discovered Laura Hollick. I'm not sure if some of your listeners might have heard of her. She's a mentor that I found in Canada. She's actually an artist who's become um, an entrepreneur. And so I did some mentoring with her around um, using creative processes to work with um, personal development, self-awareness, all that sort of thing. And from that, I actually did an assignment where I had to go out and do something that was out of my comfort zone. And it was either going to be ice skating or horse riding. And I ended up going horse riding and I drove there thinking, oh my God, why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I got mm -hmm. there and I, I did a half hour lesson and completely loved it, signed up for the whole semester. And from that, I met a woman who uses horses in healing. Um, she uses yeah. the horses as the life coach. So I ended up doing 12 sessions of training with her, learning how to just become more present, more mindful, um, and, and using the horses as a way of getting in touch with your inner self. And really just one thing led to another, led to another, and, and I agonized over the name of what I would call my business for months. And I finally came across this Joseph Campbell quote that says, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. And I had just come back from Vanuatu, which is a chain of islands in the South Pacific, where we went on a jungle trek for eight hours wow. and we had to walk through this bat cave and it was dark, it was full of a current of water running through it and it was like the scariest thing I've ever done. Somehow I got through it. But I came out thinking, wow, I didn't know I could do that. And that quote of Joseph Campbell really resonated with me and I thought, that's it. Claim your treasure. That's what I'm going to call my business. And it's still evolving, but it is, as you said, it's about finding your core self and getting back in touch with who you really are. I love that. What a lovely story. And, you know, I, I do feel like I, I'm always claiming my treasure. And I love when you said, you know, you took a chance, you were in um, an uncomfortable zone, so to speak, but you did it mm. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That's how I feel about coming on your show, Tia. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do that, <laughs> but I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you, I make loads of mistakes and I laugh it off. I did a webinar a couple of nights ago and I had some technical issues and it was just crazy, but I laughed it <laughs> off and I did it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, well, while I was keeping myself awake, I was just listening to the last call by Christina Marassi, who's also one of my mentors, and mm -hmm. she had these major technical difficulties in the middle of it, and she said, oh, I'm really flustered, but I'll just get going, and it all came together in the end, so I guess, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone is uncomfortable, but it doesn't kill you, and it doesn't yeah. make you <laughs> and, and a lot of people learn as well, so when, when my... Um, uh, webinar does get posted to the website. People who are starting their their stuff, whatever they may be starting, they can look and say, "Oh, she made some mistakes that she posted anyway." <laughs> exactly. And I look at you and I think of, "Wow, she's doing a radio show. That's amazing." I mean, that's really inspiring to me as well. And you know, you um, your beautiful blog that you invited me to guest post on. You now, all of that that you're doing is really special. And yeah. Thank you, thank you. Bye. I also wanted to talk about your your twenty one day course to reclaim your truth. Um, yeah, can, can you tell the, the listeners a bit about that? Yeah, I'm I'm still putting together um, what on what my offerings will be on the website. So there's only one offering at the moment, but that's the twenty one day course called Reclaim Your Truth, 
And what that is is people sign up and they get an email in their inbox for 21 days and each email has a creative activity or an introspective activity where they can have a look at who they really are and how not only find out who they are but how they can express that in their life. So there's mm -hmm. things like um, going out into nature and taking their shoes off and grounding themselves into the earth and um, using their intuition writing letters to themselves from their future self or from their, their inner child, um, doing some collage activities, some self-care activities, um, mm -hmm. space clearing in their home. So there's a whole lot of different activities that go for three weeks. And, I mean, it, it, it's not really designed to be done every day because, you know, people are so busy. But the emails come every day and then people can just dip into that when they're able to. And the idea is that they reclaim who they really are and get back in touch mm -hmm. with that and start expressing that. I love that. It's it's so creative. And even when you were um, discussing working with animals and other good things like that, it just really clicked. It just really resonated because I'm thinking, you know, when people first dive into their spirituality, they, they might have an event and they want answers, they start reading books. And sometimes I feel like it's just so straight on, you know, A, B, C, D. But mm. the, the way you present things, like we're going to reclaim your treasure, we're going to open up this treasure box, we're going to discover things, and it's going to be amazing. And guess what? We're going to yeah. use animals. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I actually do have an activity that is literally making a treasure box because, I did that myself recently at a workshop I did on art therapy and we made this, they actually called it a self box and some people did it for different reasons and I did mine as a treasure box to give to my inner child and it was such a joyful experience and I've got it sitting right here because I just, I put all these beautiful things in it that I wanted to give to myself and so I've made that one of the activities in the 21 day course because I want other people to experience that. It's such a great activity to do. Yeah, it it really does sound like a great activity. I love that because as we get older, I, I feel like a lot of people don't tap into their imagination as as much as they would like to, or even yeah. as much as they know they can. So I I, do, I really do feel like that's an an opener for people, and they just rediscover. They're discovering themselves all over again, and that's so cool. That's and fun. I yeah, and I I love that. I love the way you phrase it, reclaim your treasure. So it's it's like they already have the treasure as opposed to getting lost somewhere and you don't know, you know what exactly. you're looking for. Well, it's like you said, it really, a lot of my activities may, might even seem a little childish to people, but it is about finding what we already had. And we, we had that as children, but we lose it because we have to grow up and be sensible and be responsible and so on. And, and I, at the moment, I'm in the in the process of creating my garden as a place for fairies to come because I always believed in fairies. And mm -hmm. I found, I don't know if you know Laurie Lynn, who's also in the Goddess Circle. She had this beautiful e-book on how to bring fairies into a garden. And I thought, oh, I've got to have that. So I'm working yeah. through that now. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so many great, great material in the Goddess Circle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I was just thinking some of the things I downloaded. Yeah, that's really, really awesome. So also, um, when you're helping people to reclaim their treasure, and I know you mentioned the treasure box, what's another really cool activity that you just love to do? Oh, there's so many different ones. Um, let me think. Well, there's one where I get people to think about if they were really being true to themselves, what would they look like? And who would they hang out with? And what what would their home look like? What would their career be? And I get them to collage it. So mm -hmm. I mean, that is an activity that can take hours because you know it's just looking for actual visual images of of what the real you looks like and actually putting it together and not and not limiting it to mm -hmm. um, oh well I I would like that but I can't do that because of this you know just putting it down anyway and and looking at what would my ideal life actually look like and, and creating that in front of them so they can see that visually. Because most of us are visual learners. So mm -hmm. if they actually 
see it in front of them rather than having it in their head. It just becomes a little bit more real. And, and that doesn't mean they'll go out and create all of that, but it might just be one little aspect where they think, yeah, you know, I'm just going to paint that wall a different colour because that's not really me the way it is. Or I might just go out and buy some new cushions. Or you know, it can be one simple little thing that just really makes them feel like I'm one step closer to, to the real me and to expressing that out there and letting people see that. Mhm. Yeah, that's yeah. I I really agree with that. And it, when you were saying, uh, when you were describing, and I was thinking about uh, children, and I was thinking, wow, I I wonder how can children also help people to um, remember to claim their treasure? Because I, I was thinking of okay, of a movie. <laughs> of course, I'm always thinking of a movie, a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking, oh, what's his name? Oh, my goodness. I think it was Obi-Wan Kenobi. And sorry, Star Wars fan, if I pronounced the name wrong. But he <laughs> was looking <laughs> He was <laughs> looking for a um, a planet. And he goes to Master Yoda, and the Yoda is teaching the children. And he just, uh, Kenobi is saying, um, I don't see this planet. This planet's supposed to be here. I don't see it on the, on the, the map. And so Yoda presents the, the question to the children, and the child says, maybe someone erased it. And it was just, like, mind-blowing. And I feel like uh-huh. that's what that, um, the the event that you were describing, I feel like that was just mind-blowing. It's, it's things that are just so, you know, easy to do, all that yeah, great stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, you can go ahead. I was just going to say children just see things so differently. And, and we were all children once, but... You know, it's like we lose that and we start to see things the way they should be or the way they're supposed to be. And that's how we start living our lives. That mm-hmm. I, I'd love to be doing this, but I should be doing that. So, And whereas for children, it's just, well, that's what I want to do. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> hmm. And it it seems like people can also reclaim their, their childhood. The, you know, the really good yeah. fun part. <laughs> it's funny that you mention movies because another one of the activities in the 21-day course is to actually list 10 of your favourite books, 10 of your favourite movies, and 10 of your favourite songs. And then mm. look at what is it that appeals to you about those and if there's any themes in there. And I, I particularly like doing the movies because I love the movies and I can always come up with 10 movies really quickly. And just looking mm-hmm. at what is it about those, whether there's any theme, and there might not be, but what is it mm-hmm. about those that really appeals to you? Because that can tell you about yourself as well. Right. That's pretty awesome. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I love talking about uh, people remembering things because I'm, I'm so about people remembering who they are and, you know, their purpose and everything they meant to do. So yeah. it, when people are reclaiming their treasure, I just feel like they're just going to just dive deeper in, into their selves. They're going to remember their purpose because I, I really do feel, and I hear this too, you know, people just want to know what what are they supposed to do, you know, with their lives. They're told to go to school, get a job, but yeah. there's so much more to that. That's right. And I, I think people are who they are. I mean, they're not somebody else. But I think it's on a continuum, and, and this is really designed to make them more of who they are. So it's not going to turn them into someone else. I mean, I think we are being who we are, but we could become more of that or we could express it in a different way. So it's really mm-hmm. just about helping people become more aware, I guess. And I'm actually mm-hmm. in the process of writing an e-book based on the wisdom of animals. So I'm using right. animals as like a metaphor for people to explore um, those qualities inside them. And I, I remember reading somebody, it might have been on the Goddess Circle, who said, I've been nurturing the bunny rabbit and the butterfly inside me because that's what women are supposed to do. And she said, I feel like there's a lion inside me and I don't know how to let it out. And that made me think, oh, yeah, I've got a lion inside me. I've got a wolf. (laughs) And how do we allow those things to come out and be expressed as well? So that's why I'm writing this ebook as much for myself as anybody else. But just using those you know, those wild parts of us to get back in touch with those and how do we express those as well? Oh, awesome. 
definitely we have to have you come back on the show to discuss your ebook. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you know, it, it's so funny that you mentioned. Well, two things popped up when you were talking. One, yesterday I was I was going to work and a rabbit just went a, across my path. It was crazy. Normally the rabbits are on the side, but yeah. I mean, and that was amazing. So that's really cool. You talked about rabbits, and also. Um, when 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 I meditate, my brother, we always work with um, like the fairies or dragons and, and other things like that. And my brother always been, I guess, one on one with dragons. So yeah, sometimes you do feel like, and depending on your mood, you can feel like a lion's in you waiting to burst out, or your your wings are ready to just expand and fly. That's so cool. Yeah, and sometimes you do feel like a bunny rabbit, and you want to turn into a lion because that's what's needed in in the moment or the situation that you're in. Or mm-hmm. sometimes it's okay to just be, you know, a little butterfly and flitting around. It just, it just depends. But I think it's when we get caught up in, this is how I'm supposed to be, and I can't bring those other aspects out, and I just want to create some sort of pathway for people to be able to access whatever part of them they need to, rather than having some of them locked away in the I should not do that box. Just oh, letting yeah. all those things out. Oh, yes, because eventually the animal's going to burst out. <laughs> well, that's what happens, isn't it? This dragon suddenly explodes at the most inappropriate time because it's been locked away for so long. Right. It's, funny, exactly. it's actually Year of the Dragon this year, I think, and I am I was born in Year of the Dragon. I just realized that this week. I don't know if that's significant in some way. Maybe this is my year for launching the dragon inside me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's really awesome. Yeah, channel that, that energy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah the workshop I did recently, we actually linked animals to our chakras. And I'm not, oh. not that familiar with working with chakras, but we did this meditation where we went through each, char- each chakra. And mm-hmm. as we got to each part, we set out a a list and we met an animal and I mm-hmm. expected to meet like lions and wolves and all of those animals that I relate to and I met animals like a skunk and a mm. pelican and a donkey and wow. and then we created art out of that and um, you know, any inspirational messages that the animals had for us and it was really unexpected what came out of it mm-hmm. and so that's just another way there's so many different ways to access Parts of ourselves, and of course, I use animals a lot because I just love animals and I love nature. That's amazing, and it's it's so interesting when you um, or anyone meditates or work with their um, chakras or work with Reiki, anything like that. You just never know which animal will pop mm. up, and and then and then you think, oh my goodness, a skunk came on. What does that mean? You know? <laughs> But I, I there was an owl flying around, and I thought, oh, an owl, I can relate to that. But then the owl flew past, and the skunk was at my feet. And I thought, mm-hmm. what's this skunk doing here? Is this right? <laughs> but, right. Um, yeah, it all fits together well in the end. You just really have to trust it. Is there, oh, yes, yes, definitely. That is one of the keys. You definitely have to trust. But also, uh, <laughs> it's so funny because some people really get a bit worked up because they heard one symbolism for an animal, for example. Um, a a yeah. client came to me about a dream he had with snakes, and he just was just, he couldn't believe it. He just said, oh, no, I was told that snakes were bad and, and all that stuff. And I, and I said, well, oh. snakes also mean healing. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so that was really cool that you mentioned the skunk. I, I like hearing not-so-popular animals because then people realize, yeah. That, oh, yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think uh, the thing that I've learned is the interpretation is really up to us. Nobody Mm -hmm. outside of us can tell us what that means. And for my Mm -hmm. skunk, I think it was something about self-care and um, nutrition or something like that. Something that I wouldn't have expected from a skunk, but that Mm -hmm. was the message I got from it when I did the artwork later. Whereas you would think skunk would maybe not be such a good thing. I guess like snakes, but then I see snakes as shedding the skin and transforming mm. into something else, and that's a good thing. Right, yes, there, there really is, especially since uh, I think you, you may be entering springtime or summer in Australia, but we're entering the fall, winter time, so we're yeah. eventually going to be shedding 
Yeah, you're going into hibernation in the cave. <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. oh, yeah. spring here, so all the snakes are coming out at the moment. Mhm. Yeah, I, I love that time of year. <laughs> yeah. Cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so well, I was feeling that way when you guys were in summer, and it was cold. You're not that you would think it was cold here because it, it doesn't really go below 20 degrees Celsius, but it's cold to me because I'm not used to it. <laughs> Oh, goodness. <laughs> I just got a chill <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sure your winter's much worse than ours. Yeah, we have our ups and downs, but, you know, we yeah. had a bear too. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what is one of your, your favorite animals to, to work with that decide to pay you a visit? <laughs> um, well, I guess the horses. Uh, if mm-hmm. you told me two years ago that I'd be riding horses and thinking of using horses in my my business, I wouldn't have believed it. It was just something that just came out of that um, mentorship that I did. And, you know, I've, I've been having riding lessons for a year now, and I really mm-hmm. only went to go for that one lesson because I had to, <laughs> I had to, and I was under suffering, and I just mm-hmm. kept going. And, and then it led to... Um, during their training with horses and life coaches. And, and so it's just the things I've learned from them, it hasn't always been pleasant. The last time I worked with one of the horses, he kept turning his back on me and um, just didn't want to work with me at all, and which is really not very, <laughs> not very comfortable. But mm-hmm. it, that in itself had a lesson because I, was, I, was, I wasn't really in my power. And, and just working with the horses, really makes you stand in your truth and in your power because they the horses really just see us for who we are and they don't buy into all this head talk that we have that you know I'm not mm-hmm. good enough and it's too hard and I'm doing it wrong and they just don't see any of that. So if you're experiencing that, they they really don't want to be around you because it's all very mixed messages to them. And mm-hmm. I think that's what he was doing. He was saying, look, can you just work out who you're going to be and just stick with that and and honour that. Otherwise, just go away. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've had lots of lessons like that. One of them actually stood on my foot, which was oh, a lesson in um, standing up and pushing back because I was, mm-hmm. you know, it really parallels the situations you have in your life at the time. And mm-hmm. I've blogs about all of the lessons that I had but it was just amazing I didn't realize horses could teach you so much mm. so yeah they're probably my favorite animal for working with even though it's not always pleasant <laughs> that's so interesting because a lot of things that that happen are so subtle and it's it's so interesting as some an, an animal as calming as, as a horse can can be just yeah. Steps on your foot or just turns around. <laughs> that that's yeah. symbolism there. Awesome. Yeah, and then there's other times where I think, oh, this isn't going to work, and they just walk straight up to me and nuzzle my hand, and I think, oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't want to sit there, but obviously I'm doing something different, and it's just finding a reference point for what did I do this time that was different last time. It all comes mm-hmm. back to really how you feel, how you're feeling about yourself at the time. The horse can pick up on that better than we can. So I really one day hope to offer sessions with horses for clients, but mm-hmm. um, that's down the track a bit, I think, because I live in a townhouse and can't really have a horse at the moment. But some mm-hmm. some point in the future, hopefully I'll be able to have a couple of horses and do that sort of work. That's my dream. Wow, yeah. I, I feel like there's so much therapeutic energy that just comes from those horses that people can really yeah. benefit yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think people use dogs therapeutically as well. Like they take them mm-hmm. to old people's homes and so on. And um, just even patting an animal can lower your blood pressure, according to the research. Right. Oh yes, I love dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dogs are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two cats, but I don't think they lower my blood pressure. It's <laughs> 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 very demanding. <laughs> Yeah, cats are yeah different. <laughs> I, I love cats as well, but I I love dogs more. <laughs> yeah, I always grew up with dogs. I love dogs. 
And we have a message or a question from the chat room, and I had to thank this listener, Elena, because she's all the way in Russia, and I don't even know what time it is. So, Elena, you can... Yeah, she's so awesome. Lena, you can definitely post your time because I'm curious. She she tells me, um, or she told me in the past the time difference, but I, I forget. But thank you so much. Her question is, have you ever worked with unicorn energy? Is it different from a horse's energy? Oh, that's funny that you asked that, um, Alina, because my mentor, Laura, actually took horse riding lessons recently for a photo shoot that she was doing, and she actually taped a horn to her forehead because she wanted to ride a unicorn rather mm-hmm. than a horse because she felt the unicorn energy was you know, it's about um, opening up to the realms of imagination and taking away limits and so on. And, and so she actually used the unicorn energy rather than the energy of the horse. And she had this beautiful white horse and they took him down to the beach. And um, I'm not sure if the horse had a horn on his head or whether Laura just had one on her head, but yeah, it was all about the energy of the unicorn, and I thought, yeah, I'd really like to work with a real life unicorn, but I don't really know where to find one. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I really like the um, the winged horses as well, the Pegasus. Oh, so yeah. I, I really love the symbolism of those, it's, um, you know, the wings and just the free spirited side of that. I think unicorns and the Pegasus just take the horse energy a little bit further into the realms of imagination and mm-hmm. you know, take away all those limits. So, yeah, no, I mean, I haven't actually done that, but um, yeah, it's definitely something that um, appeals to me. Yeah, I, I think um, unicorns are, are definitely special i mean even uh just to see when i know there was a uh, cartoon i used to watch when i was a kid called she-ra and uh she she worked with the horse but when she was adora but when she wanted to her her hero mode she became she-ra and her horse became the unicorn with the wings and it was just really magical it was oh, really, okay. really yeah magical mystical it was really cool so yeah i i, I like the um I like to even yeah. see a picture of a unicorn. I feel like the, the energy is really, really special. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember reading a book called Winter's Tale by Mark Holcomb, and it was all set in um, New York in, I think it was an earlier century. And the the main character actually had a white horse that could fly. I don't actually think he had wings, but somehow he could fly, and I've never forgotten it. I've always thought, wow, oh, I'd really love to see that, or I'd love to have a horse that could do that and he was a very powerful horse and he had something stood for um, all the good things in the book and yeah all that sort of energy that was empowering and um, liberating I guess yeah and and now I wonder if the unicorns and um, the, the winged unicorns are maybe the horse's higher self and and then I was thinking well to reclaim your treasure, you can also tap into your higher self and, and yeah. do whatever that may be. That, that's right, yeah. And that's you know, where the fairies came into things as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, well, I've always loved the, those fantasy elements of things. So, um, yeah, definitely tapping into all of that just really, really takes us out of the limitations of every day and, you know, what we should do and this is what we're supposed to believe in and and it's like staying within the lines just, you know, as children we colour outside the lines because we can mm-hmm. and then as we yeah. grow up we get told that no no you've got to stay inside the lines and to mm-hmm. me all of those fantasy elements are like oh, stepping outside the lines again you know who says I have to stay in those lines I want to step outside them and that's just another way of doing that exactly exactly I just, I remember just thinking when I was growing up, and I know we talked about this earlier in, in the show, that people are visual learners. And mm-hmm. if we tap more into that creativity, visual learning aspect, I feel like a lot of people will still be in touch with, with their, their yeah. higher self. Mm-hmm. I think people have that part of them that they keep it hidden because it's not, especially in Western society, it's not so... Um, acceptable, I guess, to talk about unicorns and fairies and so mm-hmm. on because you know, that's childish. But yeah, it is childish and so what? I think that's all part of self-expression. I've actually decided there's two parts to self-expression. One is 
uncovering or recovering your creativity because that's about self-expression. And the other part of it is communication. So um, using communication skills to set boundaries and to assert yourself and to ask for what you want and so on. I think there's going to be those two parts will will somehow figure in my work because I think that we need to cover both of those parts to really liberate people and allow them full self-expression. Very nice. So what are some daily activities people can do to help reclaim their treasure? Um, well, I guess it depends. Um, I, I guess if people are interested in getting in touch with their creativity, um, Julia Cameron wrote a really famous book called The Artist's Way, which mm-hmm. you might have heard of. And she recommends every morning before you even, really before you even get out of bed, is to write what she calls morning pages. And I try to do this. I don't do it every morning, but I, I do it more often than I don't. And it's really just writing three pages of anything that comes to mind as soon as you wake up, before your conscious mind clicks in. And it, you know, it doesn't have to make sense. And if you can't think of anything to write, you can even just write, I don't know what to write. This is stupid. Why am I doing this? <laughs> just fill up three pages. And she calls it, it's like sitting upon of all the muck before you start the day so that you can start your day clearer. So I try to do that, and occasionally I read over it, say, two months down the track, and it's just gibberish. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) So it's not actually like keeping a journal. It's just getting all that stuff out of the way so I can get on with my day and not drag all that around with me. And the other thing she recommends is taking yourself on an artist date once a week. And an artist date is, is just you and your inner child. Nobody else is allowed to come along. And mm-hmm. it's just something that you do purely because it's fun, not because you have to do it or it's expected. So it can be as simple as sitting down and eating a bowl of cherries. Mm-hmm. Or it, I, I've done things like um, gone and test drove a car that I never intended to buy, but I just wanted to drive it. So yeah. I took myself on an artist date to test drive this, this car that I fancied. And, you know, or it can be a shopping trip or, or going out mm-hmm. for coffee or whatever, but it's something that you do just with yourself. And she calls it refilling the well. So it's allowing mm. things to come back in because we're so busy being drained all the time. So this right. is a way to that, to replenish ourselves and let things come back in and, and to reflect and be introspective, I guess, and to just have fun again. And I and one more thing I, I think is useful is to just stop at different times during the day and ask yourself, what do I need to do right now? Because we get so busy, we forget to have lunch, we forget to um, go to the toilet, you know, and yeah. it's just asking, what do I need to yawn? Do I need a drink of water? Do I need to just sit down for a minute? And mm-hmm. I think it's just stopping and being mindful and being aware of what our body Means rather than just completely ignoring it and rushing around from dawn till dusk and forgetting about that little voice inside that's telling us what we need to be doing instead of all the shoulds, all the things we should be doing, like we should be washing the dishes or we should be going to work or we should be calling that person. But what about mm-hmm. what what this little voice inside is telling us? And we, we often just ignore that. So I guess those are some ways to get back in touch with the the person inside. That's so true because uh, people can be in, in idle mode and, and don't go to the toilet or anything like that. They'll put it off and put it off and put it off until, like with the yep. animals, so they're ready to explode. <laughs> <laughs> so. And I remember um, when I was in my 20s, I used to get to about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and think, I feel really unwell. And then I'd realize I hadn't eaten anything all day because I'd just forgotten or mm-hmm. things like it, it would be cold but I forgot to put socks on and so my feet were really cold and I didn't realize until you know, I was really frozen so it's you know, just being more aware of, of, right. of our needs and that little inner voice so so true and we have another question from the chat room um, Elena would like to know if you have any paintings made um, by the horses 
Oh, paintings made by the horses. Um, I'm not sure if she means actually by physically by the horses or. Oh, I, I think she mean like of of horses. Oh, okay. It's funny. I did Flora Bowley's intuitive painting class uh, earlier this year, and that that really involves just letting whatever comes out on the canvas appear, which mm-hmm. is really different to how we learn to paint. We learn to draw things and then paint them, and they actually are things. And Flora teaches us just to put colour on the canvas and don't question it. And the very first painting I did turned into a horse and a butterfly. And it just, it, I didn't set out to do that. It just appeared. And I could see, I think there's a horse in there that wants to come out. So mm. I just um, allowed it to come out. I feel like I didn't, I didn't paint a horse. The horse appeared in the painting. I think Michelangelo mm. said that about, not that I'm comparing myself to Michelangelo, but he said <laughs> when he carved David out of the stone, he, the sculpture, he said, um, I could see the sculpture in there, I just set it free. And I, I guess it was a little bit like that with the intuitive painting. It was like, I'm just putting all these splashes of paint here, there and everywhere, and like, you know, I, I hated getting my hands dirty. I, I didn't want to touch the paint and... Laura said, no, you have to get your hands in there. <laughs> and after I did it, I loved it. And I was just making all these squiggles and colours and different layers. And, and this horse just appeared out of all the paint. And so, yeah, I turned it into a horse and then there was a butterfly next to it. So I think I ended up calling it Butterfly Kiss because the horse was right next to the butterfly. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I have no idea where that came from. But mm. it appeared on the canvas and that was my very first painting that I did with uh, Flora's class so that was interesting (laughs) well yeah that does sound amazing and oh okay Elena's typing somewhere oh I I think I know what Elena is uh, talking about Um, she has here some horses love to paint and choose particular colors I've seen on YouTube where an, an artist would put a brush in the horse's mouth and the horse would oh, draw. Wow. I that, that, <laughs> I've never yeah, seen so, that. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. At first, yeah, I, I was reading it uh, differently. But, yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, that, that's really cool. That's pretty I've awesome. actually got a book of um, cats that paint. I don't know mm-hmm. if, they're, if they know they're painting, but they stand in the paint and then they drag their feet down the wall and they create these beautiful paintings with their feet. But I've never seen a horse do it. Well, I'll have to have a look at that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is pretty cool. I think they were using um, watercolor paint, if I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, that, that is pretty uh, cool. And yeah, that's pretty clever. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's another therapeutic uh, way for people to heal. I mean, imagine having an artwork from a horse, and you can always look at it and tap into that oh, energy. Oh, yeah. And you could say, my horse painted this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, people get to witness that and just go, oh, you know. <laughs> Actually, I think elephants do that too with their trunk. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, yeah. animals, they can do so much. <laughs> yeah, they're, I think they're more clever than they let us know. <laughs> they're in the background <laughs> just watching. <laughs> That's funny. So you also have... A five-day program um, on your site here. Let me scroll up here. Yeah, that's the free. Um, it's like a little home study program that people get when they sign up for the free newsletter. So if they put their name and email address in, they can actually download that five-day program, and that's mm-hmm. just about identifying a life that works for you. So I guess it's just a very small version of the 21-day program, and it's just got five little activities that people can do just to explore what what sort of what do I need in my life to actually be fully expressing myself um, so it's just got five little activities in different areas of people's lives I think there's one on health one on their home space one on just in memory I think there's one on self-care and there's one on their occupation I think 
And then the first day was just setting the intention for the, the five days of what they want to learn from it. So that's a free download. And people just need to put their email address in and they can get that. Mm-hmm. And they'll also get my free newsletter, which doesn't come out very often at the moment, probably once a month, but hopefully that will be more often as I get more products together and get a little bit clearer on what I'm actually offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, n- newsletters are, yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I often do them in my head, but it's actually mm-hmm. sitting down and and I'm still learning how to use MailChimp. So, it's, yeah, it's easy to do them in my head, but actually creating them in real life and sending them out is, um, it goes on my to-do list and sits there for a while. Right, yeah. I yeah, I would have the whole newsletter mapped out and then yeah, exactly. When it comes time to sit down <laughs> a whole yeah. other story. <laughs> yeah, funny. but then when I do it I think, Oh, this is fun, I don't mind doing this. It's just the thought of it really. Mm-hmm. Actually doing it is quite fun putting it together. Right, sure is. And just wanna wanna give your, your website out again. It's claimyourtreasure.com. That's C L A I M. U, excuse me, Y, <laughs> O U R T R E A S U R E dot com. Claim your That's treasure. So definitely. And I've also got the Facebook page if anyone mm-hmm. is interested, which is just facebook.com forward slash claim your treasure. Um, so that's off. I, I, I probably update that more than my actual site. So um, I just like to put inspirational photos and quotes on there as well. Awesome. There we go. So if anyone if anyone wanted to contact you, they can go direct to your Facebook page. Yeah. Um. I've also got a I've started a Pinterest page just recently as well, which is um um very time consuming because mm-hmm. I start, I get on there and then I realise an hour's gone by. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> I started posting photos of my essence and then my home's essence and um then animal totems that speak to me and so I ended up with five boards and ninety photos on them and I thought, Oh, how did this happen? So, um there's also that and I've also got a Twitter account as well. So people can contact me at any of those places if they want to drop in and visit. Awesome. Very, very, very cool. And you also have an 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 XD. I don't sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it. The XD shop, the online boutique. Uh, an Etsy shop. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have one of those at the moment. Although it's down the track, hopefully I will have. But no, I haven't got around to that at the moment. Oh, the e boutique. I'm sorry. That's the the reclaim. We talked about that. I'm sorry. I was looking at it, and I and I don't right. know why I said. SD, yeah. I, I originally called that products and services, and I thought, oh, that sounds really, it just didn't sound right. It sounds like um, a tire shop or something. So <laughs> I changed it. I saw e boutique somewhere, and I thought, oh, I'm taking that. I love that name. So, yes, it's been renamed to e boutique. But at the moment, the only thing in there is the 21 day course. But stay tuned because I am working on some ebooks to put in there for people, hopefully by the end of the year, so they can just download those and it's sort of like a little home study course, I guess. So, yeah, awesome. looking forward to having more things in the ebook. It's a bit lonely in there at the moment. Well, the 21-day um, program is, is definitely a, a good start. because Yeah. It's funny because I, I read a, a lot about um, the courses and a lot of people say it takes roughly um, – Twenty something days to to get into the groove of doing mm-hmm. something and committing yourself to whatever it is you're doing. So that's really cool. And plus, it's so fun and creative. <laughs> so yeah, really I think it, I think my mentor Laura, she said she has twenty one day courses because for that very reason that you mentioned that it does take at least twenty one days to get into a new habit. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've tried that with some exercise, but it hasn't really worked. <laughs> but yeah. apparently, if you do something for at least 21 days then it starts to just become this is the normal thing I do it's not something I have to think about too much and this is what I do so you know I'm hoping that people will if they do this 21 day course they will start to become more mindful of themselves more self-aware and give 
small things to themselves in, in the form of creativity, self-care, um, and just, you know, freedom generally to do the things that fulfill them and nurture them mm-hmm. rather than the things that we have to do. We all have to do some things, but they also drain us and we have to balance the books and we have to put something back in. So you can have the most stressful job in the world but not be stressed if you're taking mm-hmm. care of the other side of things and you've got leisure activities and you've got friends that make you laugh and you've got support and you do things that you just do because they feel good. Right. Exactly, exactly. And I, I like that it's it's not exactly a month because people, because I know when I try to make a monthly commitment, for example, I try being a vegetarian for a month. And it seemed like it was just so much because, like, every if I miss one day, then I feel like I have to start all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I used to run um, groups on the artist's way, on Julia Cameron's book. I used to run groups at our relaxation centre here in Brisbane. And um, I said to the the person who ran the relaxation centre, I really it's a twelve week program. I really need to do fourteen weeks because we need an introduction. Then we need to do the twelve weeks, and then we need an ending. And he said you can't offer fourteen weeks. Nobody will sign up. <laughs> and so what we used to do was offer the first six weeks, and then at the end of the six weeks, we'd say to people, Hey, why don't we keep going do another six weeks? <laughs> and it worked. So there were, I used to get lots of people signing up, but. Mm-hmm. I think the thought of doing 12 or 14 weeks is too much. So, yeah, I think people can commit to 21 days. So even if they do get a little behind, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, right. it's not too overwhelming. Right, exactly, exactly. And especially since they're doing things that's helping them to reclaim their self, it, it won't feel like a chore. It, yeah, it, well, they're designed not to feel like, oh, I've got to go and do that thing now. <laughs> like, it's not homework. <laughs> Hopefully it's oh, I get to go and do that now. <laughs> I mean, the, right, the courses yeah. that I've done that I've stuck with have been the ones where I think, oh, I'm really looking forward to that. And I put time aside because I know I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm hoping that these activities will be like that. Right, right. You're going to look forward to doing those activities. And then, you know, they'll share the activities. Other people like, hey, look, like you definitely want to take this course. Yeah. It's so much fun. And, yeah. and then... Yeah, they get to talk about all the benefits, which you discussed earlier, all the great benefits from um, taking a course, and then they will reclaim their treasure. And it's awesome. And what I like about um, how the courses tell her is that you can, like a person can do this, you know, like retake the course or anything like that, because you never know what might happen within a year, and you may forget, you know, like, oh, oh, that's right. So that's that's so cool. And that's what it, I've done with some of these courses. You know, I, mm-hmm. I do them, and sometimes I might um, I might miss a few days, and and then I put them away, and then I come back to them six months later, and and I always find something new in it that I missed the first time. So that mm-hmm. thing is that if yours for life after you signed up and you, the emails have come out, then the worksheets. Because uh, each day has a worksheet where you need to answer a few questions and then go and do your activity. And then the, um, I'm inviting people to actually come to the Facebook page and share what their experience was like doing the activity with other people who are um, also doing the course so they can share that experience if they want to. They don't have to do that. But right. um, you know, people can keep that forever and they can always come back to it down the track if they want to as well. Yeah, I, I like that because a lot of people can can um, definitely learn from each other. And when they they see people, or even if someone say posts like a, a video of what they were doing, like, oh, I, I did this exercise on day ten, and this is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's great to see what other people are doing too, because even though they're doing the same activities, they often do really, really different things. Like mm-hmm. um, the treasure box that I mentioned, my treasure box was so different to everybody else's in the workshop because. It all meant something different to us. We all interpreted it differently. So it was interesting to see other people's interpretations of those things as well. True. And even, uh, say, if a person does um, an exercise over, is a good chance that they will receive a different message or do something differently. So it's it's always a new adventure every time you're doing it. uh, Yeah, because it really depends what's happening in your life at the time. Mm-hmm. And what comes up when you do these activities, it's like you're opening a door and you don't really know what's going to be behind it. And each time might be something different. 
So, yeah, it's useful to do some of these activities again and again to see what new things you can learn. Yes, that is so amazing, yes. And, wow, people are just really just going to dive right in there and just won't believe the things they will be uh, rediscovering about themselves. That's so cool. Yeah, that's great. And also, like, uh, I, I want to talk about the treasure box again because I, I just felt like that's so, wow, amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I wish I would you just... could see it. It's sitting right here. I just love it. <laughs> oh, do you want awesome. me to describe it to you? It's actually sure, an old shoebox. Um, mm-hmm. I just an old shoebox and then, and I had no idea what I was supposed to do with it. She said, just bring an old shoebox. <laughs> so, we all mm-hmm. set up with these different shapes shoeboxes and she gave us the whole morning to do whatever we wanted with them so it's mm. I've, um, I've tied it up in uh, beautiful gold ribbon and along the mm. sides it's got little rhinestones along the top um, and I've put words on the side like hope and love and dreams and things like that and so it's all pretty on the outside and on the top I actually put some fern leaves because that was um my symbol of nature, but they all died, so mm-hmm. I had to take those off. But inside, I put things like a picture of a grand piano because I'm learning piano. I don't have a grand piano, but my inner child would like to have a grand piano. And I put little pictures of fairies, and I put um, what else is in there? I put little animals and uh, like little figurines of animals. I put some sparkling material in there, and it's, it's just like opening a present. And it's something that the child part of you would really get a lot of glee out of, I think. And I just had no idea that's what I was creating as I was doing it. I just sort of went with, oh, well, I'll put this here and I'll stick that on there. And and when I finished Mm -hmm. and I looked at it, I thought, wow, where did that come from? And I've got it sitting here. And every time I look at it, I just feel this little buzz inside. Yeah. I gave myself. That is so awesome. Just let your soul soar and be creative. That's so amazing. And every time yeah. you see that box, it's just a wave That's of great right. energy. But I need to find something else to put on the lid because my my um, fern leaves all died, which was a bit disappointing. But I did take a photo of it before they died, so I can still um, see what that looks like. But I need to find another alternative to that because I want to have some sort of symbol of nature on the top, but preferably not something that's died. <laughs> right, right. Wow, that's so amazing. And Alina typed, it's a great website. Yeah, your your website is pretty lovely. <laughs> yeah, I, I spent a long time working with my web designer, and I think I drove her a bit mad because she'd come up with things, and I'd say, no, I don't want that color, and that's not right. <laughs> I didn't know what I did want, but everything she came up with, I said, well, no, I, that's what I don't want. Or I'd say... Mm-hmm. Oh, I like the shell, but I don't like this. And so finally, we we came up with something that I was happy with. But I think I drove her a bit mad in the process because I just I felt like it had to be. Well, it's an expression of me, and I'm teaching people to do self-expression. I felt like the website mm-hmm. really had to express who I was. So I didn't want something that was just functional. I wanted right. it to, to look right as well. So we got there in the end, but it did take a while. <laughs> So well, thank you, Alina, for that feedback. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, when, when I actually um, I went on your website for the first time, I was just like, oh, this is really nice. You know, oh, it, it felt you. it felt like paradise. <laughs> oh, yours is like that too. Yours is gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Violet color. It's beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that took a while as well. <laughs> yeah, I can well, imagine. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm very thankful. <laughs> Very yeah. thankful for uh, for Solar Media Group for doing that. But oh yeah. my goodness, um, I just heard a little voice. The you have ninety minutes seconds. So. Oh yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> so thank you so much again for for coming on the show today. Again, I know thank it's you. one a.m. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, it's actually two a.m. now. Oh, two. That's right, two a.m. Now. <laughs> I'm wide so, awake now. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. And one of these days, I definitely want to visit Australia. Oh, definitely. Awesome. You should come visit Brisbane. I'll have my horses then. You can come and meet them. 
There you go. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. So thank you so much for the the listeners and people in the chat room. And Elena, thank you. You're on listening as often as you can. And I know you're all the way in Russia. It's a huge time difference. That's amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. Did she ever say what time it was then? Oh, you know what? She didn't. Alina, um, if if you can, you can go ahead and post what time it is uh, in Russia. I think she or she's typing now. So um, the next two Fridays, I won't be on. I'm taking off. Yay, little mini <laughs> break for me. <laughs> so uh, uh, she, oh, she wrote, thank you. You made me blush. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so the next two Fridays I won't be on, but. Uh, the the last Friday, I do have a special guest on, but I'm not going to tell. Huh? <laughs> you have to tune in. <laughs> so definitely visit uh, Leanne's uh, website, Claim Your Treasure. Um, definitely, you know, she's on Facebook, all that great stuff. So thank you once again, and everyone have a wonderful weekend. Thank you, Tia. It's great talking to you. Same here. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.